What limits us, isn't it the fear of stepping into the unknown? Absolutely, and it's that daring voyage into the trenches of the unfamiliar where true art is born, isn't it? It's a testament to the power of vulnerability. That daring voyage of vulnerability brings to mind the audacity of a certain groundbreaking artist, Marina Abramovich. Ah, Abramovich. A perilous explorer of our shared human experience. Her performance art is radical and, dare I say, undeniably gripping. There's just something incredibly magnetic about her exploration into the constraints of the human body, pushing them to their absolute limits, and in effect, liberating herself and her audience from them. But it's not just the physical boundaries she's challenging. She reaches deep into the mental frontiers as well. She blurs the line where the body ends and the mind begins. And all the while, in the tight grip of such intensity, these boundaries melt away and we're left questioning the very nature of our existence and limitations. Now isn't that profound? Diving further into Marina Abramovich's journey, one can't help but marvel at her beginnings. She sprouted from a conservative and military family back in 1946 in former Yugoslavia. Yes, it appears that her family background played a significant role in shaping her path towards defiance. From a young age, Marina was rebelling, both creatively and personally. Do we know much about her early education in art? Interestingly enough, her mother was a prominent figure in the Yugoslavian art scene. She provided Abramovich's first encounter with art and the vibrant community surrounding it. However, it was at the Belgrade Academy of Fine Arts where she really began to delve into the craft. This period was incredibly transformative for her, turning an inquisitive young woman into a performance artist destined to redefine the contemporary art scene. I can only imagine the flourishing artistic environment of the Academy must have been like an oasis for her rebellious soul. Regarding her performances, when did Abramovich start incorporating her body as the subject? It was in the 70s when she truly began to experiment with her body as both the theme and medium of the art, marking the advent of her groundbreaking performance work. One of her first pieces, Rhythm 10, was a provocative exploration of pain and physicality in which she repetitively stabbed her hand with a series of knives. That certainly seems like a drastic deviation from the norm. It brings up questions about her motivation during this transformative time. What was driving her to risk her body in such a manner? And therein lies the enigma of Abramovich. It seems her rebellion against her upbringing her desire to shatter societal norms and preconceptions of art drove her into this radical form of expression. Terms such as limitless, provocative, and fearless only begin to do justice to her path-breaking journey in the world of performance art. This audacious exploration of physicality, Jiwu, is truly indicative of Abramovich's prowess, don't you think? Absolutely, Andrew. It ties back to her belief that art should be physically demanding, pushing both the artist and the audience into uncomfortable realms of experience. And I think that discomfort is key. It forces us to confront our limitations and challenges our understanding of what art can be. To me, she has redefined the relationship between art and endurance. Her performances often stretch over hours or even days, a concept that's both fresh and challenging. And in doing so, she breaks the traditional performance mold of choosing the body as the stage. Not only does she purposefully choose high-risk performances that evoke unease and disturbance, but she transcends the boundaries of time itself, 
The more she endures, the more mesmerizing the performance becomes. Although it seems to me it's not simply about endurance, but also about self-exhibition. She bears herself, scars and all, which can be terrifying but also liberating. It's about proving that art and life are inseparable. One can transform into the other. Yes, Jiwoo. In that transformative process, her body ceases to be just a vessel but becomes a canvas of expression itself. And this fearless exploration is what sets Abramovich apart as a veritable pioneer. Her work compels us to redefine the limits of what makes an artist, don't you think? Definitely. She capitalizes on her physicality to fuse life and art, challenging what we traditionally perceive as creative expression. To me, Marina Abramovich isn't just a performance artist. She's a revolutionary. Now, Jiwoo, let's talk about something that sets Abramovich apart. Her performances that involve the audience, force them out of their comfort zone and question the traditional boundaries of art. For instance, her piece, Rhythm Zero, was one of her most controversial, where she laid out 72 objects and gave the audience complete freedom to use any item on her as they saw fit. Initially, the audience was timid, but as time went on, the actions became more and more severe. This undoubtedly challenged the audience's own borders of morality and propriety. She truly exposes herself, physically and emotionally, presenting her vulnerability to the audience willingly, which many artists might shy away from. Speaking of vulnerability, the artist is present was an overwhelming demonstration of just that. Details. Please, Andrew, you're more familiar with this particular work. The artist is present. Jiwoo was a durational performance that Abramovich held at MoMA, where she sat completely still and silent for 736 hours, inviting the museum visitors to sit silently opposite her and stared into her eyes. It's an exhaustive meditation practice, but in doing so, she forces the audience to stare into the abyss of their own souls, confronting their anxiety, fear, and vulnerability. This obviously is not your typical night at the museum. The fact that she used nothing but her own presence and gaze, transforming herself and the audience as both the observer and the observed, was astounding. Yet, it seems to me that Abramovich's magic lies right here, in her ability to engage the audience actively in her performances. Yes, and that's the Abramovich method. The audience engagement is not an afterthought or an overhead to the performance. Instead, it is integral to the performance itself. She compels us, the viewers, to confront our spatial, physical, and emotional boundaries. It's this confrontation and exploration of oneself that forms a cornerstone of her art. Abramovich once said, The hardest thing is to do something which is close to nothing. You're more aware of Abramovich's exploration into immaterial art, Jiwoo. How has this shaped her work and performances? That's an interesting question, Andrew. You see, Abramovich's conception of immaterial art revolves around the idea of the non-objective world. She's been quite clear that immaterial art lies at the core of her artistic philosophy. It's more about the experience, the process, and the interaction. Rather than creating something tangible, she focuses on emotions, feelings, moods, which are intangible by nature. Abramovich's art is about conveying a deeper, more personal understanding of human nature. Her preference for this form of expression is nothing short of revolutionary. In her vision, tangible art forms have limitations, as they often appeal to the viewer's physical sense 
while immaterial art, in its formless nature, can potentially reach out and affect one's soul or consciousness. It's truly enthralling to imagine a world where creators are focused on evoking emotions rather than simply an aesthetic appeal. Yes, and an important point to add here, Andrew, is that Abramovich's idea of immaterial art has not only ensured that she stands out as a performance artist, but has also paved the way for the emergence of newer forms of art. She has indeed been a trendsetter in this area. It seems Abramovich's vision for the future of performance art incorporates the same principles. We might be seeing more of this immeasurable interaction and connection through immaterial art. Something that takes us much deeper than what we see or touch. Something that lingers in our thoughts, emotions, and spiritual comprehension. You know, Jiwoo, the boundaries Abramovich pushes in her art aren't only physical. She's not afraid to confront conventional societal norms. Her work is a direct challenge to the restrictions society places on the human body. It brings up interesting questions about nudity and exposure in art, sexual taboos, body image issues, societal norms and expectations. All of these are fair game for her. It's provocative, yes, but it also has a depth that's fascinating. I see where you're coming from, Andrew. Speaking of nudity, let's remember that Abramovich's work often employs her own naked body as both the artistic medium and subject. This unabashed exposure sets a new precedent, establishing a dialogue about acceptance and vulnerability rarely seen in art. It's a stark contrast to the notion of nudity as a source of shame or embarrassment in many cultures. Definitely, Jiwoo. Abramovich removes all filters, all barriers, leaving us with the raw, unadulterated essence of human existence. Think about the piece Imponderabilia. She and her then-partner Ulai stood bare on opposite sides of a narrow gallery entrance. Visitors, forced to squeeze between them, had to choose who to face. This decision, this discomfort, became an integral part of the performance. People had to confront conventions they took for granted. Indeed, Andrew. She created a tangible, real-time depiction of the dichotomous decisions we must make daily. It's the perfect example of her use of the performative body as a conduit for self-awareness and reflection. She uses these elements not to shock or provoke for the sheer sake of provocation, but to challenge her viewers to reevaluate their own conceptions of norms and boundaries. Abramovich says, Art should be disturbing. Art should ask questions. Art should predict the future. She definitely embodies those principles in her work. The patterns of normality, the walls of societal construct. She brings those crashing down with her art. It's discomforting. It's disorienting. But hey, isn't that what art is supposed to do as well? Provoking thought and inviting us to step outside our comfort zones? Art is the mirror that reflects the society it exists in and Abramovich leverages that to the fullest. She gives discomfort a stage, and thus a voice, in an arena where we least expect it. Examining Marina Abramovich's key performances, you can't overlook The Artist is Present. Executed at MoMA, this piece was pivotal in her career. She sat motionless in the museum's atrium while spectators took turns sitting across from her. Marina held each person's gaze for minutes or even hours, communicating a depth of purpose and presence. It was groundbreaking, a performance lasting over 700 hours. Just picture it, she was there, just being. 
and people had this incredible response to her quiet, intense, stoic presence. It invited everyone in to participate, to explore their own emotional landscapes. Don't you think that sort of raw connectiveness is such a rare thing in our modern world? Absolutely, Jiwoo. It encapsulates what Abramovich's art is all about, engaging viewers on a profound level. Yet it's also a testament to her personal endurance. That's another constant thread in her performances, this exploration of physical and mental limits. Very true. This was not just about shared human connection, but about resilience. About sheer endurance, displaying another human side rarely confronted. The artist is present has left a lasting impact not only on performance art, but on the viewers who were transformed by the intimate experience. Let's not forget Balkan Baroque, either. For six hours a day, over six days, she sat on a massive pile of bloody cow bones, cleaning each one meticulously, while crying and singing folk songs of her native region. This was her commentary on the Balkan War, a powerful proof that performance art can and should address real-world issues. In addressing the Balkan War, Abramovich took on a very personal and stark stance. She used the setting, environment, and herself as the means to express the pain and sorrow of war. Balkan Baroque is another excellent instance of her crafting experiences that provoke audiences to face discomforting realities. These are just two examples of Abramovich's performances, but they showcase her radical approach to art. Abramovich has changed what we perceive as art, on the canvas and in our museums. She invites us to view ourselves, our fears and comforts, through her performances. Now let's focus on the spiritual aspect in Abramovich's performances. I've noticed a deep connection to spirituality in her work, primarily influenced by Tibetan Buddhism. Are you familiar with this perspective, Jiwoo? I've heard about it, yes, but I don't have a deep understanding. The influence is quite noticeable in her performance art. The intentionality, the presence, the focus on the now. Would you elaborate more, Andrew? Certainly. Abramovich's practices transcend the physical realm, entering a spiritual one. For example, her performance Breathing In, Breathing Out, where she and Ulai exchanged breaths until they ran out of oxygen, mirrors meditative exercises in Tibetan Buddhism. The work could be seen as a physical manifestation of two-part breath meditation, where breaths are viewed as a metaphor for the integration of the self and the universe. Interesting. So, her approach to spirituality isn't just confined to her personal beliefs, but it also translates into her performances, touching everyone involved. Yes, she challenges traditional conventions through these transformative experiences. What's also intriguing is how she infuses the element of time passage into her work. Much like in any form of meditation, time is used not as a limitation, but as a tool for consciousness exploration. Right. I believe that this manipulation of time is another integral part of Abramovich's unique approach to performance art. It pushes not just her boundaries, but also those of the audience experiencing her work. And it's not confined to just lengthy durations. Recall her piece, Counting the Rice, where she asks participants to separate and count grains of rice over extended periods. It's a lesson in patience, concentration, and presence in the moment, but the transformed perceptions of time and dedication to a mundane act also tie back into the Buddhist concepts of mindfulness and self-reflection. I see. The way she balances her spiritual beliefs with artistic interpretations is unique. As an artist and a spectator, you can't help but reflect on the contextual depth of her artistry. 
Abramovich's focus on immaterial art. It's a really captivating facet of her work. You know, the way she creates experiences that live on only in memories and emotions of the audience. How do you perceive this, Jiwoo? To me, it's radical and refreshing. Creating intangible art invites unexpected possibilities which physical constraints of more traditional art forms cannot. Like in The Artist is Present, where Abramovich simply sits and observes her audience. The art is living in the exchange of emotions, the vulnerability, intensely intimate without physical touch. Not everyone would take it as art, right, Andrew? Exactly, Jiwoo. It's one of the challenges of immaterial art. Audience interpretation can wildly vary and is more subjective. When we walk into a gallery or a museum, we're often conditioned to appreciate something tangible, something solid to engage with. Abramovich disrupts that conditioning. There's also, perhaps, a fleeting nature to Abramovich's concept of immaterial art. Once the performance is over, it's left to the viewer's memories and their retelling. But despite these challenges, the uniqueness it brings to the art world is undeniable. And imagine the courage and conviction needed to conceptualize and execute such performances. Her primary medium being human feelings, attention, and time. It's the embodiment of what she once expressed, that the hardest thing is to do something which is close to nothing. Can we take a moment to appreciate her dedication? Absolutely, Jiwoo. Abramovich's work goes deeper into the reaches of human psyche, making the ephemeral tangible the intangible physical. Her exploration of performance art in such a unique and engaging way wraps the beholder in a whirlwind of emotions and ideas that provoke introspection. Her stand on immaterial art truly emphasizes the transformative power of contemporary art. It's a testament to how powerful connection and simplicity can be at changing perspectives. Abramovitz Audience now, that's another interesting element drawing us into her performances, don't you think, Jiwoo? Oh, absolutely, Andrew. The reactions, interpretations, everything is diverse and nuanced. Her art truly puts the viewer in a curious position, almost as part of the art itself. And often it's not just observing. They are plunged into unknown experiences. Think about her piece, Rhythm Zero, where she allowed the audience to use 72 objects on her, as they wished ranging from harmless to potentially lethal. Abramovich surrendered herself entirely to the audience, prying their own depths of morality and courage. Now that's immaterial art stripping the audience of their casual observer status. They're no longer spectators. They are co-creators, actively shaping the narrative of the performance. Different interpretations, different interactions, it's all part of her genius. And the audience reactions, from fascination, discomfort, awe, to disbelief, Abramovich provokes a spectrum of emotional responses. No passive glances at a painting, no innocuous walks around a sculpture. Marina Abramovich goes deeper. She evokes, arouses, and disturbs her audience. Her intense pieces like The Artist is Present had people in tears while making eye contact with her. As viewers, we become the art. It's experiential, acutely personal. Being able to prompt such a range of emotional responses from viewers to make them question what art should be, that truly underlines Abramovich's mastery and influence in contemporary visual arts. Abramovich's youth in Yugoslavia isn't something to be underplayed. You mean growing up in post-World War II Yugoslavia, right? Precisely. 
Amidst a political landscape marked by Tito's independent socialism, under which Yugoslavia was still reeling under war's aftermath, a climate like this can leave a significant imprint on an artist's vision. And she once said, I come from a dark place, referring to her upbringing which was steeped in stringent discipline and expectations imparted by her high-ranking military parents. The trauma of her past did have significant bearing on her artistry, like shades in a painting. Art itself became an outlet for Abramovich, a platform to communicate emotions often bottled up inside. This is where her oeuvre ties back to her personal life. But Ji Wu, I'm curious about another aspect of her life, her relationship with Frank Uwe Lysiepin, or Ulai as we know him. Ah, uh, that's an intriguing facet of her journey, Andrew. Ulay and Abramovich were not just romantic partners, but artistic partners too. Sharing a similar vision, they collaborated on various iconic performances. Indeed. Rest energy, relation in time, and the most notable, the lovers, remember? Their departure from Amsterdam to meet in Great Wall of China after their relationship broke up. Instead of feeling the breakup in isolation, they used it as the subject of their final performance. That genuinely exhibits how deeply Abramovich's personal life interweaves with her art. These experiences not just fuel her creativity, but become her creativity. But Andrew, there was another element in her life, her struggle with depression. That's right, Jiwu. Abramovich's bout with depression mirrored her art, an exploration of pain, endurance, and limitations. In her words, I had experienced absolute freedom. I had felt that my body was without boundaries, limitless, that pain didn't matter, that nothing mattered at all, and it intoxicated me. Her art was a battle, a plea and acceptance all at once. Struggles they silently carry, artists like Abramovich make them loud and visible in the open. Her works explore the intricacies of the human psyche and in turn become therapeutic experiences. Abramovich's legacy in contemporary performance art is immense, wouldn't you say, Jiwoo? Absolutely, Andrew. She shattered traditional perceptions, transforming the very mold of what performance art can be. She didn't just use her body as the subject, but the medium itself. This bold stride has pushed emerging artists to explore new territories of sensory experiences. Remember, we discussed her piece Rhythm Zero, where she gave spectators myriad objects to interact with her standing body? Exactly. That work definitely forged an intimate bond between performer and audience, introducing a dynamic formulation that went on to unsettle the conventional observer-observed relation. Her collaborative performances with Ulai also challenged the traditional monologue structure of art, opening avenues to more democratic art-making. And her development of durational art, where she uses time as a medium. I can't help but think about the artist is present, she sat immobile for hours, pushing the boundaries of physical limitation. It was a silent statement against our society's adrenaline-charged pace. Right. And she effectively underlined that art was not confined to a static canvas. It could be dynamic, engaging the audience in the thought, process, and action. This confrontation of limitations in her practice, normalizing discomfort and endurance, is now fundamental in performance art globally. Her art stretches beyond just aesthetics. It's more about pushing the human body and mind, 
blurring lines of convention, taboo, and tradition. In the process, Abramovich seems to have redefined existing norms of acceptable and unacceptable in art, don't you think? I agree. Abramovich's emphasis on immaterial art has created a new discourse around the ephemeral quality of experiences. It's no wonder she is often termed as the grandmother of performance art. She's empowering new artists to relentlessly probe the human soul. And that, Andrew, is a priceless contribution. Definitely. Her explorative pursuit and indomitable spirit do make her a beacon of inspiration. Perhaps these elements of unyielding resilience, vulnerability, and the aspiration to disrupt are the key reasons behind Abramovich's considerable influence on the contemporary art. Jiwu, I wonder, considering all the disruptions and revolutions, Abramovich has catalyzed in performance art. What's next for her? It's an intriguing prospect, Andrew. Given her unyielding creativity and explorative spirit, who knows what innovative boundary she will redefine next? That unpredictability is truly what defines Abramovich's work. Do you think she will continue to create immaterial art that challenges both the audience and herself? Well, one can only speculate. However, considering her track record, it feels likely that Abramovich will persist in disturbing norms, perhaps even more radically, with her unorthodox methodologies. She'll likely explore even deeper into the psyche, not only to question, but to rupture conventions, in an attempt to reshape our sensory experiences entirely. I can only imagine how the nature of her provocation might evolve, especially when it comes to involving the audience. Given her interest in Tibetan Buddhism, do you feel she could delve more into spiritual aspects? Where Abramovich will steer her focus is difficult to determine. But considering her past works and principles, we could definitely see a further blend of spirituality, time, and endurance playing a role. One thing's for certain, though. The impacts of her future acts will undeniably shake contemporary art anew. Personally, I'm eager to see how she continues to use her resilience and innovation to keep expanding the definition of art. Whether through controversial acts or through pushing the boundaries of physicality, Abramovich keeps us all wondering, what's next? I'm with you, Andrew. Let's all anticipate what the grandmother of performance art will surprise us with in years to come. Jiwu, our exploration of Marina Abramovich has been a roller coaster, oscillating between fascination, discomfort, awe, confusion, and appreciation. And in the process, I believe I've gleaned something profound. I'm curious, Andrew. What's the wisdom you unearthed? Well, Abramovich's radical performances, shocking to an extent, and layered with interpretation, unquestionably shook my understanding of what art could be. She thrust herself and the audience into the depths of vulnerability. And that, I realized, is inherently influential. It's about bearing the soul, exposing the soft underbelly of humanity, so to speak. And that's exactly what true art is all about, don't you think so? Indeed. Her daring exploration of human limits gave me, too, a crucial lesson. It made me realize that to truly create or understand, we must be willing to tread uncomfortable paths push boundaries, and most importantly, accept vulnerability. Despite being an industrial designer who often relies on concrete, tangible creations, Abramovich's immaterial art posed an interesting thought. Creativity is not just about the physical culmination, but also about the unseen emotional and psychological journey. Don't you suppose so?
Ah, Jiwoo, finding resonance in your words. It's an illuminating insight. Seeing art beyond the canvas and pedestal, it often dominates. In fact, I believe, our conversations here, though with words and not paints or chisels, are also kind of an art form, exploring concepts and deconstructing norms. What's your reflection on this? True, Andrew. Abramovich, through her artistic daring, cemented the idea that art is an experience, an encounter with oneself and the other. It's a conversation, a dance, a wrestling match. It's about eliciting emotions, stirring thoughts, and sparking a dialogue. Much like our podcast, which I'd like to believe, becomes a form of art in its conversation and exploration. Anyway, are there more thoughts on your end? You've pretty much echoed my thoughts, Jiwoo. Like Abramovich, I hope that our shared dialogues, appreciations, analyses, and even questions left unanswered bring our listeners a liberating experience, pushing them beyond their comfort zones and inspiring them to embrace the vulnerability and challenges. And even though our artistic medium is a podcast, in essence, we're no different from Abramovich, painting and sculpting with words and thoughts the unexplored dimensions of art, one episode at a time. Jiwoo, Marina Abramovich has shown us that art is far-reaching. It's as much a physical spectacle as it is a spiritual journey. Yes, Andrew. Every episode, every artist we delve into leaves an indelible imprint on our understanding of what constitutes art. Abramovich reminds us that resilience, audacity, and spirituality can intertwine to produce something extraordinary. She creatively shattered societal norms and norms of traditional art. Her unyielding spirit and relentless dedication towards exploring the human condition also make us confront and grapple with feelings and fears that we might otherwise choose to evade. Abramovich, through her brave and stirring performances, invites us to explore these raw, visually powerful, and emotionally evocative dimensions. I know I speak for both of us, Andrew, when I say that our explorative journey has been worth every ounce of the discomfort and awe it has inspired. Absolutely, Jiwoo. We sincerely hope our listeners have enjoyed this journey of discovery. If you haven't yet experienced Abramovich's brilliance firsthand, we'd strongly encourage you to do so. Art isn't merely meant to be appreciated from afar, but to be lived. And now, while we conclude our episode centered around the extraordinary life and works of Marina Abramovich, we can't help but be excited for the next. For we shall explore yet another compelling creative narrative in the coming episode, hoping for more revelations, more intellectual stimulation, and, of course, more to share with all of you. By exploring the artistic world, we aim to construct a vibrant, communal space that educates, stirs emotions, fuels dialogues, and above all, celebrates the diversity of artistic narratives. Stay tuned for our next episode's journey into the domain of equally enriching creative narratives. We promise it'll be worth the wait.